Hi guys and welcome back to another podcast. So I was uh, walking home today from teaching Pilates here. It was freezing cold and I was thinking back about some of the things I've learned over my journey and some of the things that have empowered me after just having my book released and all of those types of things. Over the last months I've been really thinking about my journey because the journey of humanness is always evolving and always changing and the journey of enlightenment is never you suddenly get enlightened and your life changes for good it's always that you continue to be enlightened and you continue to um, challenge your stigmas and untruths because we're always with stigmas and untruths through whether it's um, knowledge we've accrued through our own beliefs or our own thought patterns or knowledge that we have accrued from society or family or friends and um one of the things I wanted to touch base on is labels. So in the old days when we had a lot of conditions such as anxiety or mental health issues or ADHD, Asperger's, all of those types of things, um, SAD, suddenly affective disorder, PMS, they weren't actually labeled. They were um, actually just you know oh that person's sad or that person's super crazy um and they were just kind of that you didn't have a quick fix where you could take a pop of pill you just had to kind of live with the person that you were given now over time we've accrued a lot of knowledge and a lot of science-based information that helps us to understand a lot of mental health issues and other issues um that we are ever grateful for but we've come to a space where there's a quick fix to society and sometimes what we don't realize is we need to become self-aware and this is where my journey started so actually when I was younger it wasn't until year four that I was able to read I had problems with reading and and in the old days it was actually shown statistically that if you had dyslexia you would be more likely to be in jail than your counterpart friend who could read Later on in life, there was a book came out by Malcolm Gladwell, and he said that if you had dyslexia, you're more likely to be a CEO. And, you know, natures of that you have to get more creative and learn about yourself and find ways around your adversity um, that some people call a disability, but there you are speaking that you could be a CEO. And it gave a different perspective. So I've known a lot of people that are now would be put on the spectrum of ADHD and Asperger's and other anxiety and um, multiple personality disorders, but they've got through their whole life, not easily. Some of them have managed very well and some would have benefited from medication and the new services, but some also managed really well. What I also noticed was reading up on some of the African um, cultures was that when someone had been to a doctor and said that they have anxiety, they didn't say they are anxiety, they said they have anxiety. They didn't say they are depressed, they have depression. They didn't say they are ADHD, they said they have ADHD. So when we say you are sensitive, it becomes almost um, a place where you tend to utilize that to say, well, this is who I am, I'm a sensitive person, so this is why I do the things I did. And so some of the things that I've dealt with over the time was, you know, depression, postnatal, prenatal, also the ability to be super, super sensitive where I would get upset and defensive and still do some days with a lot of things. Um, 
On top of that, having confidence issues, you know, my reading issues and other trauma, as, as some of you may have read in my book. What I realized was when the first stages of my life, um, when I started to address these issues to heal, particularly after my attempt on my life, was I changed my way I spoke about my issues that I had. So instead of saying I was depression or I am sensitive, I started to realize I have a sensitive nature, but I'm not always sensitive. I am not sensitive itself, but I do have dispositions that lead towards being sensitive. I do get depressed more often and have been in long periods, but I'm also not depression itself. I do have anxiety, but I am not my anxiety. I do have body confidence issues when I was struggling so much after being a mum, but I am not those issues. So what happened was I started to see myself as two separate things. One was the, the issue of anxiety or depression and so on existing and me also. And instead of being only that, it helped a lot because before what I would do is say, I'm depressed, so, you know, life is too hard. And, oh, yes, it's easy for you to say it would be easy just to change your thoughts or be positive, but I'm depressed, so I can't. Um, I'm a new mom, so I can't put on my bathers and I can't go and get fit. I haven't got time because I have other responsibilities and all of those things kept coming into play and why I wouldn't change my life and why I wouldn't do things and then suddenly after my attempt on my life I realized that I can't keep living that way as using those issues that were technically labelized to me as who I was I because they were killing me I had to see them for what they were and realize there was things I could do to manage them or to help myself. And that was where self-awareness, humbling my ego and stop using them as a hitching post came into play. So instead of hearing people to say that, you know, they, you should do depression, you should choose more positive thoughts, you should um, be grateful for the things you have. And these were all things I'm like, I don't have anything to be grateful for. You know, this is, this is crap. I, um, I can't think positive, you know, the blah, blah, blah. I said, okay. And so when I got up in the morning, my first thought would be, for example, oh God, another day, I can't do this. Yes, I can. I challenged my thought with three positive thoughts. Yes, I can do this. I'm lucky to be alive. I know someone who's not. And I am lucky and I'm going to honor my life for them. And then if my daughter was upset and it was a stressful day, I'm really lucky I have my daughter because the doctors told us me I couldn't have my daughter and she's healthy. And so I would, instead of saying, oh my God, it's going to be a bad day. Oh, I'm really grateful I could see the sunrise. I know some people are blind. I'm really grateful I had that laugh with that person. I'm really grateful I could go to the supermarket and buy my own food. So I started to challenge, even though I still had the negative thoughts, I started to challenge them. And with that challenge, it allowed me to be able to grow my thoughts. Every time I became sensitive, instead of saying, oh, I'm sensitive, I started to see what I could do with my sensitive thoughts and feelings and what I couldn't. So, for example, I'm not one for watching horror films and I'm no longer going to place myself in that space where I have to watch horror films. I'm not one to watch a Game of Thrones at night because 
it actually really unsettles my sleep and makes me feel ill. Um, and I'm not going to feel bad about that. That's just, I have to understand that my psychology doesn't take that on board very well. I'm not the human that is no longer going to say that I'm not, my body is not going to change because I don't have time or because I'm a mum. I've realized that nobody really has time. Everyone I talk to is busy. So I'm just going to get up at 5 a.m. and put my work ethic into doing the things I can do, even if it's a 10-minute workout or a 20-minute stretch with what I have. And so eventually what happened was instead of being those issues and labels that society had placed me on, I became the person behind that and worked out how to become friends and manage those challenging friends in my life to be able to make a much more even and balanced and wholesome life with the idiosyncrasies I had. And this was one of my biggest life changes. So I ask as you go through in your lives, if you have children, if you have been through this process yourself and labeled as depression or you're labeling your children as um, sensitive or, or you see a friend that's narcissistic, Maybe, just maybe, there's a person behind that. And that person behind that, like us all, has a reason for these behaviors projecting in society. I had a reason. I had hormonal, hormonal disbalances, so therefore my depression. I had lost a child. Death is very hard to grieve. Um, you know, I had gone through rape. I had um, been through physical traumas. All of these things had reasons. However, I could justify them and never change my life or I start to work on them. And that's what I found was, I had my reasons, but my reasons became me. And so what I had to do was drop my reasons away from being me and start living as a person behind the reasons, managing the reasons why I was displaying that behavior. As a person, not that I am these things, but I am a human. These are the things I like and dislike. These are the things that cause me to end up projecting in those mannerisms, depression or um, sensitivities. And these are the things that help me move away from it. This is what I can do that will help me. This is what I can do that won't help me. And this is how I manage all of that. And so once I kind of almost started making friends and setting boundaries and limits, because boundaries help us to heal. So you set a boundary not to cut out a person, not to cut out anything, in fact, but to create abilities to heal. So even if you had a friend that was super, super challenging, you could maybe see them in one situation that they are a wonderful human and very beneficial. So you set that boundary so you can keep nourishing the friendship at the same time as never limiting yourself or them in that friendship. And it's the same with being sensitive or being depressed. You set boundaries, you say, okay, I can't watch these types of films, they actually depress me. Or, I'm sorry, in this, this kind of conversation I can't do with you because it actually builds up my anxiety. And so you set these boundaries, you become a better person, and your issues to become a better person rather than you, just like you would with a friend. So, Remember, before you label someone or label yourself, realize that you are not those labels, you are not those conditions, but they are a part of your living and you do have a possibility to managing them when you build awareness and when you step over that ego of humbling yourself to realize that we all have a chance to change our internal picture. We all have a chance to work on ourselves, but not everyone is willing to do so. And I know that that was one of the hardest things that, that was 
what helped me. I know also my mom dealt with depression and I had to take her to the doctor and we got her on the lowest amount of antidepressants. She has multiple sclerosis, which pain and illness causes a large degree of depression often. Once we got her on that, she was able to retrain her thoughts and realize that she was not her depression and her thoughts were chaotic because of her depression. And she worked on herself and eventually a year or two later she came off those tablets and she's now able to manage the pain and her multiple sclerosis and her depression to not be that, to not let it cascade her life and also not to be on medication. But it takes an internal perspective. It takes an understanding of the way we speak to ourselves and others is damaging ourselves. The way we label things is limiting ourselves. So when we make friends with our issues and learn to set boundaries just like we would with real people in real life, we end up healing and become better people and also more real and genuine people that can help other people as well. So remember, you are not anything. You are a human being behind everything, just like all the difficult people in your life or the people that you are trying to understand. What we need to understand is we need to get to know the people behind them to understand or we need to know the person behind us to understand how to manage the things that challenge us in our life. I hope this helps and I wish you an amazing day. Namaste.